Welcome to TBT, a movie podcast where we relive our childhoods through movies. I'm Olivia. And I'm Miranda. And today, we're not even like reliving our childhood. We're firmly like reliving our adulthood. Yeah, reliving um, last Because year. this is something we've already done. Yes. We're redoing it's a, first, a podcast. You know? Yeah. We've never done this before. But here's the thing like the Lizzie McGuire movie is like, obviously, this would be something that we. Would do. Like, we really sort of didn't pace ourselves on these sort of iconic movies. We, like, didn't give them time to breathe, give ourselves time to, like, grow and learn. And um, I don't know who we thought we were, but we covered the Lizzie McGuire movie. And, you know, listening back, you're like, the audio quality is not ideal. But, like, also, and we, like, did so well. Like, it's not honestly, a bad we did. episode. Like, it was a funny episode. If you want, go back and listen. But like, yeah, also, it's like a part so long. two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's longer than no the movie. Control. Yeah, we had no control. Um, a million tangents. Yeah, but like, that's the point of a podcast. So, I mean, is it though? I don't know. It depends on what your podcast is about. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Every podcast has a different point. Anyway, this movie is from 2013. However, no, it's from we covered this movie. I think. Oh, wow. Yeah. 2003. Yeah. Um, no, we covered this movie in 2017, didn't we? Um, I don't know. I don't. I think it was 2017. Yeah, it was. It was 2017. It was like the very end of 2017. So that's cool. Yeah. Wow. Wild. Oh my god. Um, the running time is an hour and 34 minutes. However, if you watch it on two times speed, then it's only like 45. Yeah. Um. And all I the songs didn't... are better because they're like snappier. I mean, there's really not that. There's only one song that they like they perform. Well, you get like the tide is high, but I'm home. Yeah, and like, like the a, that one I'm and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, on an evening in Roma. Doo, 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 doo. Yes, know? yes. Okay, I thought you meant like because this isn't a musical, you know, like this. No, no, no. It's firmly it's firmly not a musical. Yeah. But the music is great. So, yeah, oh, yeah. you get Why Not. Love that song. Yeah, that's what I was singing. You weren't listening. Oh, okay. I, I, I think I just didn't recognize it. Okay, cool. So, the last time that we did this also, we didn't have sort of our, like, preamble stuff that we do now. Yeah, our information. Um, yeah, so now we do, like, the stars and the known fours. We talk a little bit about them. We do go into, like, some trivia and fun facts. Box office information. Plugs. Yeah, yeah, like all of this stuff that we just don't know. We've really um, developed starting our with, format. For sure. Starting with talking about the director. Who's yes. the director? Okay, so Jim Fall directed this movie. and his Never no- heard of him. Yeah, me neither. Um, I don't think a lot of people have probably heard of him, but that's just <laughs> saying. Um, okay, so he his no first are Trick from 1999, the Lizzie McGuire movie. Trick 2, which is said to be released in 2019. It's in development still. Um, hmm. Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves, which is also in development. It was weird because two of his known fours are still in development. I'm like, can is that even a thing? I didn't know that was possible. Yeah, so that's weird. That was a new one. Um, threw me for a loop because I'm like, in development, what the hell does that even mean? I'm like, oh, they're not even made yet. Like, how is that a known for? But, yeah, it seems like there should be other things that are there that like IMDb would have like budgets and like money and all that stuff well, that they can like, go his, into our algorithm well yeah and like his other two known for us are from 2003 and 1999 so it's like has he been just not working for the last 15 years but yeah whatever maybe he just wants to go back back to 1999 take a ride through his old neighborhood maybe maybe <laughs> okay 
great. Okay, so um, starring in Gnome Force. Do you want to start off, or should I? No, you can start. Okay, so this is really, like, it's a little imbalanced person. Like, I know, I actually switched to the, the second two because it was so, like, I'm like, okay, that's not fair. Because I had, okay. I had this... I had them differently, and I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, this is not yeah. fair. So the first person that we're talking about, obviously, is Hilary Duff, who plays Lizzie. Question, did we go through these known fours when we did um, Cadet Kelly? Um, I don't, I have no idea. Literally <laughs> no clue. Craig Gert, yeah, Craig I was going to say, I'm like, what? <laughs> I, I definitely did not re-listen to Cadet Kelly, because I hated that movie enough when no, we did it. No, of course not, but I'm just saying, like, look back at the notes, if you're like, oh, okay, um, I talked about them already. Anyway. I don't know. Um, okay, so, Hilary Duff's known fours are A Cinderella Story from 2004, Razor Voice from 2004, The Perfect Mom from 2005, and the Lizzie McGuire movie, which is this movie. So, firmly, like, 2003, 2004, 2004, 2005. Yeah, okay, so we we just, yeah, we did, but um, we didn't have their known fours. We, like, yeah, this is weird. Okay. <laughs> this is such a okay. weird, I don't know why we did things this way, but okay. <laughs> I don't either. Um, so, yeah, um, I almost said Lucy McGuire. <laughs> no, Hillary Duff is all about the business investments. Most recently, she invested in Nude Sticks Cosmetics in 2019 alongside Chelsea Handler. Um, I've heard of Nude Sticks. I've heard they're good but like also maybe that person was paid to make that video you can never be sure um and then in november 2018 she invested with several other celebrities such as patrick schwarzenegger um noted miley cyrus x i think and um will smith in a viral children's toy called cub coat gross um she's also serving as an ep on her first movie she has filmed since flock of dudes in 2013 yikes um, it is an independent film called The Haunting of Sharon Tate, set for release in April, and I think we've talked about it before. Yeah, I think so. Um, it might have just been, like, you and me, but, like, yeah. maybe it was you, me, and the microphones. Who knows? Yeah, I, yeah, and I've definitely, like, seen promotional Maybe it was in a mini-sode. I don't know. Yeah, I think it was. Um, but, yeah, I think we've, I've seen, like, promotional stuff That would make sense, but also, it, like, so. why would we do something that made sense? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, we, you know, but I didn't even know it was like an independent film. I thought, because I'm pretty sure it's getting wide release. So that'll be interesting. I'm excited. Yeah, interesting. Interessante. Who else? Who else do we got here? Oh, there's another. Uh, oh, sorry. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. Um, so Hillary Duff currently stars in Younger, which is originally on TV Land, which will begin its sixth season on the Paramount Network in 2019. That's wild. Didn't realize that. Yeah, I know. That's why I, th- I, you know, I do some, di- I've been doing some digging lately. And yeah, I thought that was interesting. I'm like, oh, okay. Doing a little yeah, they've definitely been working on like the Paramount Network for a while. I think it's more so just like figuring out the programming that's happening. Yeah, because like which is better, TV but, Land or Paramount? I I think Paramount, but like I don't know. I I mean maybe Paramount, but like the Paramount Network is terrible. Like give it give yeah. it like free form. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because I was gonna say like I feel like TV Land like doesn't suit like TV Land never worked for younger. Like it doesn't like no. suit the audience that and typically younger watches. tried so hard to not be TV Land. It's not a TV Land concept. Like it's just we. I don't get why TV Land would have bought bought this. Yeah, like I guess I think it suits Paramount better just because maybe trying to be younger yeah but like that's not tv land i don't know that's so weird maybe but, tv um, land like has this demographic that we don't know about of like all these hipsters that like to watch old movies who would do that 
Oh, I don't know. But, like, okay. <laughs> um, I don't know. Talk to me about this next person. Okay, so Alexis Borstein is... That's not her name. Or Alex. Alex, not Alexis. Oh, my God. Um, Alex Borstein um, plays Miss Ungermeyer. Um, her known force are Family Guy from 1999 to 2019, um, Stewie Griffin, The Untold Story from 2005, Bad Santa from 2003, and the Lizzie McGuire movie. So she has won a Primetime Emmy two years in a row in 2018 for Outstanding Character Voiceover Performance for Family Guy and Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series for The Marvelous Miss Maisel. Um, she also won the choice, The she was the original choice for Sookie St. James and Gilmore Girls, but the role obviously went to Melissa McCarthy. Which, like, wow. I can kind of, like, I see it. Yeah, no, I totally see it. I totally see it. I get it, yeah. I don't know. What are you Um, I don't about? really have much else to say about her. I know that she's really famous, but, like, to me, she will always be Miss Ungermeyer. Absolutely. And, like, that's never going to change. Probably because I'm never going to watch The Marvelous Miss Maisel. Same. True. Like, I, like, if someone, wa- I don't know, I, I would watch it, but, like, it's not, like, it doesn't pique my interest. I don't love period piece shows. Like, I don't like a TV show. Like, I can do a movie that's a good period piece, but, like, I don't know. I don't love... Yeah, like, TV I, shows are hard. But I wasn't, I will like, say, a huge like, Mad Men person. Like, I never was into, like, the Downton Abbey. Like, I I don't know. Like, I'm not a time Yeah, piece. two shows that I did watch. Um, oh, yeah, Downton like, Abbey or, like, Call the Midwife, good. Um, yeah. Things like that. So I, I guess I am a fan of a period piece TV yeah, show. Yeah, seriously. Um, yeah. And, like, the, interesting. I mean, I haven't you know watched The myself? Crown. Yeah, because, like, you like The Crown, The Crown, too. love The Crown. Yeah, so, like, I'm, I'm not typically a period piece kind of girl, but I like my TV shows much done yeah unless they're documentary then it can be whatever it wants to be fair truly um i'm trying to think of like anything old school that you've watched but like i don't yeah like i'm not yeah really (laughs) i don't Um, know it's all diaries has some flashbacks that does not count (laughs) that's a period piece (laughs) absolutely not they're like colonial virginia or whatever they do does not count Uh, oh well, maybe okay then okay yeah no never mind yeah I mean because yeah. like American Horror Story kind of does period pieces but it's that's totally different I mean it's so different yeah so does not count anyway so um Adam Lamberg is also in this playing Gordo I don't know what he's doing these days but like he's probably not that great I don't know <laughs> Uh, his known fours are the Lizzie McGuire movie, Lizzie McGuire from 2001 to 2004, Beautiful Loser from 2008, me, um, and then Max Keebler's Big Move from 2001, which I, the name sounds familiar, but I don't, I don't know. Um, he went on to attend college and now works as the development officer at the Irish Arts Center in New York City. Did you just, like, look at his, uh, LinkedIn? Like, where'd you get that information? Um, no, I actually, and part of the trivia is some other, where they now i saw that because well you clear you said right before reading his i don't know what he's doing now and i'm like really (laughs) if you would have read this before we started how tall do you think adam lambert is i'm gonna guess five foot three (laughs) i know i'll say five eight like i feel like he's short but not like obscenely short five four i yeah i don't but i mean that also could be from 2004 yeah yeah, anyway. yeah. Okay. Um, and he he went to Baruch College, B A R U C H. No idea how to pronounce that. And then Berkeley. Oh, yeah, that suits so. him. 
Yeah, I, I can see that. I see that for this mop of hair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the mop of hair is still there, too. Oh, no. Um, I will say, like, Adam Lamberg, not to be confused with Adam Lambert. Uh, yeah, very hard when you're trying. Yeah. Uh, he, it's yeah. a hard Google. It's a hard, did you mean? And you're yeah, like, exactly. No. Exactly. Yeah, it's like, no. Adam Lambert Gordo. <laughs> Gordo. Um, and yeah, and then um, box office. How did yeah, you? Yeah, box office performance. So the budget for the movie was $17 million, which like actually seems kind of high, but okay. Um, what are you clicking? Sorry, I'm sorry. Oh my goodness, you have the loudest mouse ever. Um, okay, um, so, and... Thank you for telling me, I didn't know you could hear it. Oh my god, it is so loud, but like... Because I can tell it's like an, an external, like it's an extra mouse. It's not like, you know, just like clicking the keyboard. Yeah. It's not on my trackpad. <sighs> yeah. No. Clearly. Unless you have like I'll send you world's... a photo of my setup and you'll understand why I need the mouse. Oh my God. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Anyway, keep talking. So the opening weekend, it, because this movie was a theatrical release, um, it made $17.3 million and, in the U.S., and its U.S. gross total earnings were $42.7 million, and worldwide it made $55.5 million. Honestly, it doesn't seem like enough. No, but, like, for a movie based on a Disney Channel original series, like, it kind of makes sense. Because I don't think High School Musical, or the High School Musical 3 that had the theatrical release, like, did that much better i'm not totally um, I sure i would but... like to look that up because <laughs> i actually don't think that's true um i'm yeah hold on i'm looking it up you keep talking oh okay um well so trivia okay. i'll do the i'll do the first trivia fact so this was the first theatrical film released based on a disney channel original series but it was the fourth based on a disney show the others were ducktales the movie treasure of the lost lamp from 1990 like, a goofy also, movie from 1995 and recess schools out from 2001 which is a great movie yeah i, I think it's on, our, it's on our list um okay yeah i was wrong so it made 90 million okay so it worldwide okay High School Musical 3 okay, senior okay, year. Okay. No, because this is weird. High School Musical 3 senior year made $90.6 million U.S. gross. Worldwide, it made $253 million. So, like, yeah. I didn't know so many people outside I of the United States. I thought it was around 300 But, like, I, how many people? I, I didn't know it was such a big deal. Like, it made, like, over twice this for it. Like, in, it's for High School Musical was a, like juggernaut i didn't know it was such a worldwide sensation because like obviously the lizzie mcguire movie only made like about 10 million dollars outside of the united states yeah Um, yes i i'm surprised but okay i concede you're right but impressed so have there been any movies based on disney channel shows released after lizzie mcguire other than hannah montana um i think in theaters was wizards released in theaters I don't think so, but, um, well, I mean, it depends on what would you consider Jonas Brothers, because they had that, they had a concert That doesn't movie. count. It's not based okay. on their well, show. Then, no, I guess not. I don't no. know. Or but at least not that I will I know say, of. I would love a Liv and Maddie movie. Um... Speaking of the Jonas Brothers, I just finished watching their Carpool Karaoke. It, like, they just came out today. Oh, my God. Um, I've been seeing the teasers for it literally all week. And every time I see the teaser, I'm like, oh, my God, they put out the actual video. And I'm like, never mind. This is only two minutes long. Um, it was great. They only sang, like, four songs. 
but that's fine and it's also really awkward because like kevin tries to sing too and you're just like oh no kevin but like so obviously obviously you sent me uh 20 year 2019 nick sounds exactly the same as what he did in year 3000 so like it oh my god i love it so much no he sounds great and it was really cute in the carpool karaoke because they sang love bug and nick literally said like oh my god i cannot wait to play this song live again I was like, oh, that's so We can't wait either. (laughs) They're doing a secret show in L.A. tonight. I tried my darndest to get tickets. I, like, I was very thirsty about it, um, and it didn't work out for me, and I'm still bitter. Um, But, you know, that's fine. You know, I heard media owes me a favor. Yeah, seriously. That'll be okay, you know? I tried to call it in. It didn't happen, so now they owe me another favor. I'm sorry. It's okay. Well, okay. okay. It would have been a great... A great episode. Like, recapping my experience. That was my dream. But um, it didn't happen. Unfortunately. I'm sorry. So unfortunate. Bailey said, because I, I told her where it is. Uh, they hadn't announced the venue, but, like, they told me in the email where it was. Um, so I told Bailey, and she was like, I'm going to go. And I was like, okay. <laughs> You're just going to, like, show up without, like, any kind of ticket? or Yeah. Did, I'm going to text her and ask her if she I was going to say, did she? Because she, I would I love would, to know how that worked out. I would not put it past her. I, I mean, like, yeah, not. but I, I don't know. That's, like, a because she doesn't even live, like, in, like, L.A. proper. So, like, that's a she lot of. Not. That is a lot of time to <laughs> I told to her, I said, waste. you're more than welcome to go. I don't think you'll get in. And she was, like, she just, like, you know, she's Gen Z, so she just types back, like, bet. Um, and <laughs> I was, like, yeah, like, if you go, I'll pay for your gas. Like, if you go and get in, I'll pay for your gas. Yeah, because it's, like, highly unlikely. And, yeah. And then she has to come on the podcast and do a special, you know, Yes, better or worse than Shrek. Oh, my God. Wow, what a question. She actually might listen to this episode, too. Hi, Bailey, but probably not. Um, Because she never, she's a bad friend, never listens. I was going to say, going to say probably not, but. (laughs) Um, And... But she listens when it's, like, a movie that she knows. But then she's always, like, I don't know, model behavior. Like, what the heck is that? And I'm, like, wow, you are. Oh, my God. Get get your life together. Yeah. It's a problem. Anyway, following yeah. the okay. Lizzie McGuire movie, Duff let Disney left. Oh, my God. Wow. Okay. Duff no, left. this is. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. No. I was just trying to move us along. I well, got, you're I got a keep sidetracking. To... Okay. I'm sorry. Following, following the Lizzie McGuire movie. Um, Hillary Duff left Disney after weeks of intense contract negotiations in uh, in arguably the height of her career. Disney had planned another movie for Hillary, complete with a $500,000 bonus if it made more than $50 million, which, like, this one did. So. Is that 1%? No. Um, yeah. Yes. Um, but that's a bonus on top of whatever she's already making. Um, as well as a possible Lizzie McGuire in high school spinoff for ABC, not First the Disney Channel. First of all, that Channel. would go on ABC Family. Mm, okay, well. I don't think that would have gone on ABC. But, whatever. I mean, it could have because ABC has like blackish and stuff like that. I don't know, it was a different time. Blackish is a hundred percent on free. Oh, okay. Sorry, you're thinking of grownish, and that's no. I'm thinking of blackish. Like those kids are in like elementary. I mean, like it's like a family show. Yeah, but it also firmly has the adults. Yeah, but I think like if they posed this, like I, I think yeah, I think it would. I think it's. um, I don't know. 
I think like, I'm it, not interested in the in the Liz McGuire in high school that's on ABC. I am interested in the Liz McGuire in high school that's on. Yeah, Freeform. like if it's on ABC, I know it's gonna be for me. Yeah, if it's gonna if it's on ABC, it's gonna be really sitcommy. But um, yeah, and if, if it's, it's gonna on be Freeform, you know, yeah, maybe it's she's, gonna be you yeah. know hooking um, up with a teacher. Yeah, a and I, I mean, I think yeah, and it's probably you're probably right. I think. That sh- they were just be- alluding to like ABC as in it's on a different network. It's on one of our other networks, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Although I will say, like, it's not unheard of for Disney Channel to have a show where characters in high school, like they're no. in high school on Live and Maddie, they're in high school on Hannah Montana. Wasn't she in high school? On- yeah, and on That's a Raven too. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, there was yeah. one episode of Liz McGuire where Gordo went to high school. Really. Yeah, but I think Liz McGuire is different in that Liz McGuire was multicam. Liz McGuire was not single camera. No, it wasn't. I don't. Or I don't was think so. it was single camera? It was not multicamera. Okay. I yeah. get them confused because single sounds like it's like single sounds like it's more simple, and then multi sounds like it's better, but like it's not it's the opposite. Oh. Because okay. you know Hannah Montana, it's like they do the scene and there's all these cameras filming. Yes. Like, the, okay. The yeah, yeah, yeah. And it jumps to on. different shots. It d- yeah. jumps to different shots of the same like set scene. Whereas all like Lizzie Moore is slightly more cinematic. Yeah, it, like follows one person the entire. Or, like it follows the one camera. It's one shot through and through. It's we're filming your coverage, then we're turning around and filming the other person. Yeah. Then we're turning around and filming all of you, and then yeah. Yeah, you're not jumping from camera to camera. Yeah, we're that's um, you know Miranda and Olivia explain how cameras work. <laughs> yeah, like from one person who knows, who seems to kind of know, and one person who doesn't know at all. Um, Honestly, the new title of our podcast. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. Okay, um, so it is my turn now, correct? Yes, correct. Okay, so this is Get from a BuzzFeed me. article, um, and it's that Hillary Duff told Entertainment Tonight back in December of 2018, which, you know, that's pretty recent, that there have been some talks, some conversations about doing a Liz McGuire reboot. Um, she also said that there have been lots of conversations about what Lizzie is probably up to right now, and I don't know if she means, like, us or, like, her. Like, we're talking about that, too. Um, and Hillary <laughs> Duff says, I don't think she's a mom yet, but she might be getting there soon. I don't know. I think Lizzie's, like, young mom. Like, all over Pinterest. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. I don't know. If, uh, yeah. Lizzie would have Maybe to, Maybe she's like, working mature. on her modeling career. Oh, dear. Maybe she went back to Italy. She, like, studied abroad in Italy and reunited with Isabella. That's a show I would watch. Lizzie McGuire is studying abroad uh, in college in Italy. She Amanda Knox's Isabella. Wait, um, no. Ha- did you see one of my one of my comments is literally like, why did they not form a duo? Like this could have been. Yeah, like a I thing. saw that. I saw that. Um, I saw that. Which like, okay, I feel like no one has had that observation before, and I'm like, wait, what the fuck? Why didn't this happen? Okay. No, I think it. I think it makes sense that they didn't. Like, I don't think that. Well, the whole Lizzie's point was like Isabella okay wanted to like go solo too, but it's like, okay, this is like creepy like this could have been a thing um okay but yeah i that would have been wild if that happened right like that could have been a spinoff in its own um but But also in the age of the internet i feel like lizzie would like know that she looks like this crazy pop star in italy you know what i mean like i feel like on the internet someone would be like like one of her friends would be like oh my god i just saw like this girl well i mean like a spinoff like like, back when in 2003 it would have been a cool spinoff like a spinoff from the movie kind of thing yeah. Not anyway, like today. I would love yeah, to see. Today it wouldn't have worked. 
I would love to see a movie where Isabella and Lizzie are, like, you know, in college and then, you know, and like Isabella dies, gets murdered. <laughs> I mean... And it's just Amanda Knox. I mean, like, that's that's a turn, but, like, I would like to see, like, Lizzie... Because, like, Isabella has clearly, like, had a very different life than Lizzie has. So, like, it would be weird if they both, like, went to NYU and were roommates. Like, that would be an interesting... I don't know. It could. I will could say, work. Lizzie McGuire probably did go to NYU because she was on Gossip Girl at NYU. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. Yes. I actually really liked her on Gossip Girl. Interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, um... Okay, so I, like, honestly could be here for this Lizzie McGuire reboot thing, but I, like, it cannot be a Disney Channel show. I really don't want another Girl Meets World. Um, I think if they're trying to, like, capture the same audience, like, but as adults, like us, um, I think they need to make it, like, an adult show, not, like, what they did with Boy Meets World and just, like, bring back everybody and then just, like, make a kid's show out with, no, you know, like, like a Raven's I, home, not like, yeah, horrible. no, I need, like, I need this to be on, like, a free form or something, yeah, like, something like a free form, which would be, I think, perfect for it, maybe TV Land or the Paramount Network, but, um, but, like, no. I think it needs to be an adult-centric show, like, Lizzie as an adult, so it's just basically, like, a character with the same name and attributes, but it's, like, a totally different show, um, and Maybe I not know. the same attributes. That would be so annoying. But like you know, like a, the same character, but like a grown-up version yeah. of the same character. It's like Hillary Duff, like thirty years old, wearing butterfly clips. Yeah, no, I mean, and like you know, like how <laughs> how Lizzie would have grown. You know, like yeah. Lizzie yeah, would have sure. like learned new um, shit too. Hopefully. Yeah, totally. Um, I will say though, like, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't need this. I mean, it could be interesting, but, like... But it also could be horrible. Yeah, true, but, like... Yeah, I mean, and, like, more likely than not. Like, we've seen what they've done. It's not gonna be good. Yeah, I mean... Eh. Somebody left Disney Channel and, like, ruined it, honestly. Anyway, Hillary says her favorite memory from filming was, quote, to be on the catwalk and change clothes a bunch of times and be in a bubble dress. Really? Like... I don't get it. Like, it seems like that would be the worst part. Like, it would just be so tedious. And honestly, like, trying on clothes is exhausting. Yeah, I mean, this, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, I saw this and I, I literally said out loud, like, really? This was your favorite of all the stuff that, like, you filmed in it Italy? It wasn't, like, frolicking around those gardens yeah, with like, Paolo. Yeah, it like, wasn't... not even with Paolo. Like, you, you were in Italy. It's so, like, you were filming. It's so beautiful. Like, the scenery is so cool. And, like, and this is what you And literally being on pick. a soundstage is your favorite yeah, part. Yeah, this is what you pick with, like, these ugly-ass clothes. Like, oh, my God. I couldn't, I could not take that. Yeah, that was Horrible. too much. Um, yeah, so the International Music, uh, Music Awards is supposed to be, or is, like, set to be held at the Roman Colosseum. So the Colosseum has only one seven. Do you remember, I didn't notice that what they said international. I thought they said Italian. And yes. then I looked up the Italian mm-hmm. Music Awards to see if yes. they were real. And the last year that they happened was 2003. Yeah, and I listened to that, and then I watched the movie, and I was like, it wasn't Italian Music yeah, Awards. I, I, I did the same yeah. exact thing. Yeah, I was just like, oh, no. <laughs> we were so wrong. But honestly, it was so funny, and it no, still is. No, because it was hilarious, because we're like, oh, Lizzie killed it. Like, she killed the Italian Music Awards. It was like, it wasn't it. even the Italian Music Awards. <laughs> 
Like, we were so... Now we can just laugh at how dumb we are. I know, because I was just like, we were so stupid. We didn't even get the word so right. So dumb. Anyway, keep going. I'm sorry. Uh, Yeah, but so the International Music Awards, so they're supposed to be at the Roman Coliseum. Fun fact about the Coliseum is it only has one-seventh of its floor covered by a sand-covered wooden deck, and there's only seating for about 700 people. Also, it's only about 35% accessible, and people have not been allowed at the top of it for over 1,500 years. So there is no way the massive stage and audience they could have fit there. They made an excuse for the international musical. Yeah, so they it's like, basically Let's like... Try. So, like, basically what I... 1,500 years. Yeah, exactly. Like, it wasn't even, like, oh, while we were filming, they stopped. No, it is never, like... Like, think about... Organized civilization has never been allowed to do that. Like, think about, like, what society was like, what people were like in the year 519. But, like, also, <laughs> I would... they even knew. I would, like to, I would like to note that, like, Disney has... This, Disney just expects us to fully believe this complete farce that this stupid... Like, they could have had it at a stadium, anywhere. But they're like, no, we're going to go big and say it's at the Coliseum. Just for the shot when she's walking And, like, in. anyone who saw this movie internationally was like... They haven't had an event. Like, they probably do not have events at the Coliseum. Like, no. basically, Disney was like, they're having a music awards at the Leaning Tower of Pisa. So, like, <laughs> that's where we're doing it. And, like, we believe it. Like, we're like, okay, sounds good. Yeah, we're like, where's the pizza? Yeah, that's what they do with, you know, oh, historical monuments. We hold concerts in them. <laughs> that's what yeah. we do. Insane. I'm trying to think if there's literally anything similar in America that, like, we just don't do. Nothing's like, that old not. here because our country's not that old. No, 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 no. It's kind of anyway. Um, yeah, that, it's just it's just so funny to me. Yeah, I was just I was reading. I'm like, oh wow. It would I feel be like, so stupid. Oh, yeah, this like it feels so stupid. Mine. Yeah, like we the, no. It's yeah. It's like n- n- you're not allowed to do that. Like we can't do that. Or it'd be like, like having people, a concert like in, in movies, like the Grand Canyon. They'd be like, oh yeah, we have concerts there. Like, no, it's not a fucking concert venue. Yeah. But I will say, like, Red Rocks is a concert venue. And like, I if know, that's but a concert like, venue. No, but like, be. I'm saying, like, something that's like very old and like clearly not suited to be a concert venue. And we're like, oh yeah, they could do that. Sure. What I do find confusing in, in movies and media and things like that is these like concerts on the beach. Stepping on the beach. Um, but, like, uh, the concerts on the beach to me don't make any sense, and maybe this is just, like, a fire festival thing, but I feel like in movies like Spring Breakers or, like, I think in 22 Jump Street, maybe, they mm-hmm. have, like, these concerts on the beach, and I'm just like, that sounds awful. They, like, actually have concerts on the beach. You know I that, know, right? and I okay. don't like it. Okay, because I was going to say, I'm like, I, I've been to a concert on the beach. <laughs> like, I keep thinking um, of stepping on the beach. From Spongebob. Oh, I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. But Another thing I did recently was I watched the Rock Bottom episode of Spongebob, which is truly still so terrifying and, like, makes me so anxious. I definitely did not watch Spongebob. Okay. I'm going to send you this episode because it is a trip and a half. Okay. Well, it's highly unlikely that I'll watch it because I hate Spongebob. Okay. Okay. 
This okay. I, I will say, but like the rock bottom episode of SpongeBob is fully like an outlier in terms of SpongeBob. Like it is unlike any other episode of SpongeBob that came before it or came after it. Okay. Let me know if you agree. Email us, tbtamp at gmail.com. All right, so some where are they now? <laughs> yeah, so do you want to, should we, you know, alternate these two? Yeah, sure, go okay. for it. Um, do you want to go first? Oh, no, it's my turn. Okay, great, great, great. Um, so first of all is Ashley Briot, who I don't know if that's how you say her name, Briot, I don't know. Um, her name is spelled interestingly. I feel like you don't see an Ashley spelled with an I-E very often. Anyway, Ashley played Kate, um... And she is the Chanel suit-wearing enemy-turned-friend of Lizzie. She retired from acting in 2004, which, you know, coincidentally, immediately after Lizzie McGuire ended. Um, And she went on to earn a law degree from the University of Denver, and she currently practices as a criminal defense attorney in Southern California. Good for her. Like, how crazy would it be if Kate Sanders was your, like, defense attorney? (laughs) (laughs) wild she yeah. like comes in wearing a chanel suit you're like yeah it makes sense yeah i'd be like oh my god kate this is i'd be like she can I, afford a swiss out a swiss fr- eider down yes comforter. yes um, what are you doing you sound it's why is that happening what are you talking about i have not your, changed your audio was like doing something weird it was like cutting out but now it, i think it's okay okay um okay so Clayton Snyder, a.k.a. Ethan Kraft, also retired from acting and went on to play water polo for Pepperdine University. Checks out. Yeah, completely. I They had it. The, there was an ad. I saw like a full page ad for him for like U, U.S. Water Polo Association. And like, I'm like this. 100 percent is ethan craft yeah so like clayton snyder is ethan craft um so and then he continued to play professionally in europe as well yeah he also went on to play reggie mantle on riverdale <laughs> but like not actually do not yeah, take no, that no, as no, fast. not really not really uh that would be wild he has 42.3 thousand um instagram followers yeah Pretty stop good. looking at instagram stuff because i'm i have a game all oh. set up <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, get off Instagram. <laughs> um, okay, sorry. I'll close the window and move on. Um, so Carly Schroeder, no relation to Stassi. She played Melina, um, who's, you know, Matt's blonde friend with blonde eyebrows and blonde eyelashes. <laughs> like, just, just albino almost. Uh, is that okay to say? I don't know. Um, she I don't think to- there's enough albino people to, like, make that offensive. Like, that is such um, a small... Like, that is... I feel like... They have enough things to worry about. Do they, though? I feel like they're fine. Oh, I, feel, I don't think albino people can, like, they're, like, sun. They can have, like, very minimal exposure to, okay, to the sun. Okay, let's not talk about albino people. I mean, it's, like, being super anyway, light-skinned. It's, like, um, it's not, I mean. You, I have a funny story about albino actually. I do. That's frightening. It's, okay. Um, my, so, growing up, I had a yellow lab. And he was just this, like, giant yellow lab. He's, like, pretty pale, but, like, there's still some yellow in there. Like, he's not all white. And we're on the beach at my grandparents' house. And apparently, this, my mom still tells the story. This lady came up, and my grandmother was, like, walk, walking the dog. And she's like, oh, your dog is so cute. Like, 
is your dog albino? And my grandmother's just like, he is not albino. She's like so offended at that. Like, yeah, like al- someone would think our dog was albino. And albino like, usually has fine. red eyes. Like you, you yeah. have to have red eyes to be albino. I don't know. Like, I think it was just really funny that she saw like a yellow lab and she was like, is that dog albino? I mean, it would be better if she came up and she was like, oh, is it a service dog? Like a seeing eye dog? Like just like assuming that like. Oh a, my a, God, like- that would be so rude to my grandmother. <laughs> but like that. That would be so much worse. <laughs> You're like, oh, is it albino? No, it's seeing eye dog. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Is it? Like, they gave me an albino? Like, <laughs> You'd be like, do you know what albino is? Yeah, that's that, that's a joke that my grandfather tells where these, like, these two ladies want to go into a bar and they have their dogs with them and they can't. And so they pretend to be blind and go into the bar and the bouncers, like, lady like i know you're not blind your guide dog's a poodle and she's like they gave me a poodle oh my god that is such that's a grandpa that's not even a dad joke that is a grandpa joke a hundred percent oh my god okay carly schroeder carly schroeder molina oh yeah i forgot to Poor talk, actually talk about her you're just anyway, ripping so her she's officially enlisted in the u.s army as an officer wow congratulations february 13th so like very recently oh okay i thought i read that already um, no. so um it appears to run in the family as her brother is also a marine so okay you can't look at this right now but like this is she this is the inspiration for our game which is um who uh who has more followers uh, because okay. her Instagram is like crazy. Um, is she, it popping? Um, you won't like it. Um, she's like, <laughs> like she's like in like military gear, like gun toting, like, but like, she's also like a hunter outdoorsman. Like gun toting, not ideal. For yeah. Me. It's like gun toting going into military, but like she's, she's like, because you said later you made a reference later to like her look at her being like kelly wentworth she looks like kelly wentworth like she, she, they could be sisters um yeah. like she carly schroeder kelly is very pretty survivor yes um, familiar. carly schroeder is, is like she grew up to look exactly like kelly wentworth um but yeah so but that she like kind of i'm like oh my god okay and she has like the the instagram numbers are interesting so the game is going to be great i'm very excited Okay, same. I kind of want to play it now instead of going through our plugs, but I'll go through our plugs anyway, just so you know. Um, Go to tbtamp.com for everything you need to know about the show. From there, you also find a link to our Redbubble store where you can buy stuff to support our show. Um, And Charity Stars at Home, where you're home, apparently. I don't know why I always end up reading that one, because, I mean, that's kind of your thing. Yeah, I know. Well, I think because you always just go and you never let me start. Um, So while you're listening to the podcast, scroll to the bottom of your Apple podcast app and give us five stars. It's really that easy. Um, And if you truly love us, you can go the extra mile and leave us a review. Um, But yeah, the five stars is super important. Please leave. Yes. And then be sure to talk about our podcast to literally anyone that will listen. That includes friends, parents, work colleagues, the person in the bathroom stall next to you on Facebook, anyone Spread the word of TBT AMP like you would Jesus Christ or like you would um, your vocal talents all across the Coliseum. Oh, yeah. Or like you would a coin in the Trevi Fountain. Wow. Well, that's not a spread. Okay, I have a note about that. That's a throw, not a spread. Never mind. I don't know if you saw. You saw my note about that anyway. Oh, no, I didn't. Okay. No, I just remember all of your notes from the first one. It wasn't (laughs) even a note. Like you went 
in on the Trumpy Fountain on the first podcast. I'm just like, dang, Miranda has I don't remember words. that. You were like, I don't know, you just like had so many thoughts about the Trumpy Fountain. No, I think fountain. what I had thoughts about was like a famous person going to the Trumpy Oh, yeah, fountain. which was like, that's yeah. what I had the words about. The Trumpy no. Fountain itself, it's a beautiful piece of art. However, a famous person going there is just like thirsty, like so thirsty that's literally the thirstiest thing you could do that would be like going on like hollywood boulevard like yeah or like going to like pink's hot dogs yeah and like trying to get recognized horrible exactly a celebrity at the grove you're asking oh my god yeah exactly exactly um yeah and if you have anything you want to share or comment with us about the show you can email us at tbtamp at gmail.com or slide into our dms on instagram at tbt podcast you can follow me olivia um or you can follow our personal instagram and twitter accounts you can follow me olivia at mac is cheesy that's m-a-c-k is cheesy and you can find me at miranda johnson m-i-r-a-n-d-a-d-h-n-z-o-n Okay. Do you want to start with the plot or should I? Um, I don't think, I mean, you have so many thoughts, so, um, you can. T-H-O-T. You got that. Okay. Um, so Lizzie prepares for her high, high, wow. I wouldn't even let myself say eighth grade graduation. I only wanted to say high school graduation. Because eighth grade graduation is not a thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, so Lizzie prepares for her 8th grade graduation ceremony while her younger brother Matt records her via a camera on a remote control car, including footage of her falling into the bathtub while dancing and lip syncing. At the ceremony, Lizzie is told that she will be delivering a speech since the class president is sick. As expected, Lizzie completely blows the speech, trips and falls, pulls the entire auditorium curtain down all over her classmates. Great. Um, and then Lizzie is immediately ready to board the plane to Rome. For two weeks, when her best friend Gordo, chaperoned by her future high school principal, Miss Ungermeyer, um, what? Yeah, I guess I didn't finish that. The group the arrives. The group arrives too. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I to think Rome. it's like, uh, yeah, to Rome. I think that's probably it. Because yeah. the, the first thing that they do in Rome is pretty much visit the Trevi Fountain. Maybe it's something about the, I think the, the roommates. This, I think this bullet point also has something about the roommates. Ethan yeah, rooms with Gordo, duh. Lizzie rooms with Kate, duh. Gordo and Ethan are the best. I mean, Ethan's the best, not Gordo. And I think that's literally it. And there's like the, the bellboy at the hotel and Miss Ungermeyer. And that's pretty much it. Yeah, I was definitely, Gordo I think, and just go upstairs and they're the, like, let's have adventures. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely just going to be about the roommate situation. But yeah, anyway. Yeah. So while Matt is filming his sister getting ready, which I stand by is so creepy, like, I don't the, know yeah, that, it's who so the weird. old man he found in a chat room that's willing to pay him for this is, but they need to arrest him. Um, Matt films literal garbage and he's like, I'm going to win the Academy Award. He really is a white male director. Yeah, and also like what Shade. for what like for like pa- like paparazzi footage like it, yeah it I don't know he's trying no to like get on America's Funniest Home Videos and stuff and I'm like but America's like, Funniest Home Videos is not paying for the right to that song. It, <laughs> true, <laughs> the remake of Tide Is High like yeah. Absolutely not. So, um, and then the band playing at the graduation is maybe one of the worst high school bands. Oh it's God, a middle school. school band. I keep wanting to say high so like, school. But like, middle honestly, school bands, middle school I was bands in band are... in middle school. We weren't that bad. Oh, I, I wasn't. 
My mom wouldn't let me buy an instrument. She was like, "Oh, I, we didn't buy. We rented." Oh, I I guess we rented. My mom was like, "I am not." She like she could see it. See, my family values the arts. So I no, like I was like, I want to play the flute or something like that, and she's like. No. Yeah, not. I played the flute. I would have pegged you as a clarinet kind of gal. She, like, 100%. Like, my, my parents let me try literally anything, and she was just, and my mom was like, absolutely not. You Like, you are so full of shit, it's not even funny. Um, yeah, which, like, I don't think I don't think music would have been free. But I took, like, piano yeah. lessons and stuff growing up. Like, I, yeah, I, mean, I like, did that. I could have seen, yeah, I could see myself playing I piano. I didn't do sports, that's for sure. I did every single sport there ever was, so. Wow, that doesn't shock me. No, well, I that's how a... I know that astrology isn't real. Every time I look up looked up Aries growing up, it was like athletic, and I'm like, LOL, no. I mean, I um, I went to Catholic school, so like everybody kind of had to put like we only had so many kids, so like you had to fill the teams. <laughs> that's so sad. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't that small, but like on it, like that's funny. everybody just did it, and also you're like an elementary school kid, so it's not like we weren't, you know, yeah. like it's not. No. Speaking of elementary school kids, it does not matter how impressive an eighth grader is. They should literally never be giving a speech in public. Also, I just need to say, like, Elsie Fisher in eighth grade is the same age as Lizzie McGuire. You want to see Elsie Fisher go to Rome? Oh, my God. Um, I don't know who that is. Oh, she's the girl from eighth grade. From the eighth grade? The movie eighth grade. Oh, I didn't know there was a movie called... Okay. Um, oh, my God. Lindsay is going to strangle you when she hears that. Okay, I I've never okay I've never even heard of it. Wow, wow. Okay. Um. Also, the okay, all like they make her give they like are like okay Lizzie give your give a speech. It was like she didn't even get to like write it. Like, no, she like had to improv a speech. No eighth grader should be improving. No eighth grader should be giving a speech. Also, um, there's no way they would let an eighth grader improv a speech. Like everything has to be approved. Like so, like even our high school graduation, no, they approved those speeches. Like, very oh, if anything, they'll approve it like more with high school speeches. Yeah, and like but, the I mean, second like, you go off script, they are cutting your mic. Yeah, like there is no way they are letting anybody, like any child in a public school get or even private school give a speech with a microphone without it being pre-approved. There's just no, no way. way. I'm sorry. I mean, maybe not back then, but, like... (laughs) Also, I loved how they had, like, a giant, like, uh, a huge... Banners of her face. Yeah, of Margaret Chan. Yeah. I'm just like, like, well, we need at least one Asian representative in this movie. Like, it was like a valedictorian. That's not racist at all. She wasn't the valedictorian. She was the class president. She was also the valedictorian. Okay, but the whole point was that she was the class president because Lizzie was clearly not like the salutatorian. She was, um, she was the secretary. Yeah, I don't know. The whole thing is so messed up. And like Lizzie McGuire is one of the least diverse movies we've watched. Very much so. Yeah. Um, yeah, and of course I'll say it once. I'll say it again. I'll say it a hundred times. Eighth grade graduation should not be a thing. I think that's ridiculous. Yeah, we've been over. It's yeah. yeah not you a legally thing. have to graduate from eighth grade. So like, why do you get a graduation? That's not fair. No. Um, I will say, um, one of the things that someone says about Miss Ungermeyer, I didn't, in true Miranda form, I didn't write down who it was. Um, they say, if you stand Miss Ungermeyer's good side, it's a one-way ticket to an Ivy League school. And I'm like, is that a threat? Like, what if I don't want to go to an Ivy League school? Um, I don't know. I just think that that's like, it, it sounds creepy. 
Yeah, and like also, I doubt she has those connections. Let's be real. <laughs> Absolutely Please. not. Absolutely not. Um, yeah, and then apparently they like live outside of Los Angeles, which we've kind of gone over. Like they fly out of LAX and things like that. And Miss Ungermeyer mentions that the drive to the water park is thirty six hours. Where Via are they bus. going? Buses make lots of stops. <laughs> Yeah, but, but it's it's still probably like an Airbus. Like it's still yeah. their own. Is it bus. like in, is it a Canadian water park? <laughs> it's Canadian. It's literally in Missouri. Like I don't know what your local water park is, but like that's what they were going to. I mean, we have the same water parks as ever. Like all the like those Six Flags. Does, yeah, I was gonna say doesn't each Six Flags have one attached to it? They would go to Six Flags Hurricane Harbor in two thousand three. Yeah, exactly. Hundred percent. That's where they would go. Apparently, apparently that's it's not like, where they wanted to go. Yeah, apparently it's where all the poor kids have to go. So, for eighth grade graduation, great. That's where I would have gone. A hundred percent. That's where everybody. That's probably where four hundred other kids that they graduated with went (laughs) because it's fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then yeah, it's ridiculous. I also don't understand. Does like Ethan Kraft not have any other friends? I feel kind of bad for him. Like, should he he is so excited? So nice. Yeah, and he's like so excited to be going on this trip with Lizzie and Gordo. Like, he's like, hey guys, let's go. And like hugs them. It was adorable. Yeah, it was super cute. And I'm just like, why do they hate him? Like, no, well they don't hate him. But they just, I don't know. And then he. Because I think he was, like, dating Kate, and then they broke up, it seemed like, was sort of what happened. And, like, yes. you're in eighth grade, like, chill. Um, and Kate doesn't have any other friends. Like, all of her friends are at the water park. And it's like, why are you going to Rome? I understand that you're so, like, prissy, proper, whatever. But, like, go to the water park with your friends. You're going to have way I more mean, fun. I mean, I would not be... Instagram's not around yet. Why do you but, need like, to go to Rome? Why would you want to be stuck on a bus for 36 hours with any... I don't care if it's with, like the love of my life. I don't want to be no, stuck on a like, bus with anyone for 36 hours. Then, would you rather be stuck on a plane with your worst enemy and your ex-boyfriend for 14 hours or in a bus with your friends for 36? I mean, if I got to go to Rome for two weeks, I don't know. It's just like... I, but like, you have I to not... go to Rome for two weeks with your ex-boyfriend and well, none and of like, your friends. No like, one you're friends with. This trip, honestly, that's not the problem. It's the fact that this trip is, like, so organized. Like, I want to do my own thing. Like, I wouldn't want... Which, like, in eighth grade, it's totally different. I don't know what I would have done in eighth grade. Because, like, I was a f- loser in eighth grade. Here's what I would have done what all of my friends were doing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I, I never would have, like, gone on one. my own path. Honestly, I, I showed horses in eighth grade. I wouldn't have gone to either one of them. I would have been at a horse show because that's what my life was like in eighth grade wow your friends were the horses yeah exactly exactly um imagine having to be someone on that flight with literally like 40 eighth graders like like, yelled at them as soon as they made a sound so yeah that's i mean true but that's because miss ungermeyer was literally right behind them I mean, I've been on a flight with, um, with like a college basketball team. So and like church groups. Yeah, they're and just shit, putting in so. their AirPods and like chilling. I mean, eighth graders yeah. are like, oh my god, like this is the first time without mom and dad. Like, yeah. Also, one chaperone for forty people. That seems insane. I wrote that in a note. That's insane. Yeah, that's that's nuts. That's too much. I also that's noticed not... that none of them have suitcases. They're literally all just carrying backpacks. Well, why wouldn't they? They probably check their suitcases. Right? Yeah, but like when they're in the lobby of the hotel, oh. none of them have ba- have suitcases. Mm, yeah, that's weird. It's two like, weeks? Two weeks? Two weeks. <laughs> There's no Nordo's way. literally just brought underwear. Like he's like, eh, it'll be fine. 
Yeah, I'll wear this t-shirt and jeans. <laughs> I didn't notice what he was wearing. It was like, he could have been wearing the same thing the entire movie. I feel like I he probably had noticed. like three different, t- he probably was wearing the same dirty jeans and he five had, days in a row. Yeah, five, five, ten days in a row. And then he had <laughs> like three, days in a row. yeah, he had, and he had like three different t-shirts and just rotate. Mm-hmm. Maybe they, like, did a little sink laundry. Yeah, because, like, there's no way there was a wash machine in that boutique hotel. Absolutely not. <laughs> no way. No way. Um, yeah, so Miss Ungermeyer, of course, is notorious for her amazing, um, uh, like... Catchphrases? Yeah, idi- uh, what is it, idioms? idioms? Turns of phrase, I don't yeah. know, whatever. Um, yeah, so my favorites, obviously, are spineless little jellyfish and sneaky brown noser with a hidden agenda. Sneaky Classics. little brown noser with a hidden agenda. We have a sticker on a red bubble that says that. Yay! Yeah. Yeah, buy it. Love um, it. <laughs> yeah, so Lizzie's mom also has, like, um, some kind of concerning separation anxiety from her 13 to 14 year old daughter um i find it a little strange but like i don't know it how do you feel about that it's a little weird but like i get it i don't know i mean she's full on like crying and yeah but it's it, also like the first time that lizzie's left and it's two weeks two weeks is a long time uh, i mean i feel like lizzie like she probably should have gone to summer camp or something before this because, like, this is... This, I didn't go to summer camp. But, I mean, like, this attachment is clearly, like, I mean, I don't know. Especially considering what happens later in this movie. It's it's a bit... It's a lot. That's true. What happens later on is, is a lot. <laughs> but, like, this, like, kind of leads into it and it's like, okay, here's the warning signs. These are some red flags that we should be looking for. Yeah. Um, Gordon and Lizzie are literally like, this is our chance to do whatever we want to do. Like, they don't have literally every second planned out. Like, Miss Ungermeyer is like, it's going to take us 94 seconds to get from Gelato to the Trevi Fountain. Like, let's go. Yeah, she's like, two scoops. You have time for two scoops. I loved that. I was like, yes, two scoops. Uh, <laughs> also, there are so many bangs happening. It, like, as in so the hairstyle. But, like, not enough bangs. Like, very no, sort of too many bangs. bangs. Like, yeah. transparent yeah, there's, bangs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, there's, not there's, Anna Wintour. Not, like, not no, um, what's no. her Edna Mode. But, like, a little, like feather in front of your it was strange yes yes um there yeah there was a lot of bangs in this movie yeah i love how you specified so many bangs as in the hairstyle in this movie well I, <laughs> there's I'm no like, other kinds of bangs yeah nobody else is banging in this movie thank but, god honestly yeah that would have been oh my god yeah we don't need <laughs> lizzie loses her virginity like oh my god it's your turn okay um, I was looking at my old notes just to make sure. I hate sure. that we have, like, a long pause right after that. <laughs> well, no, because I was looking at the old notes to make sure there wasn't anything, like, interesting that, um... That we didn't yeah. say, but, like, we said it already. It's okay. Anyway, um, so the class visits the Trevi Fountain, where Lizzie is quickly approached by an Italian pop star named Paolo. Uh, she follows her to a gelato shop and tells her that she looks exactly like his singing partner, Isabella. Isabella. Yeah, yep. Um, Paolo <laughs> convinces Lizzie to meet him back at the fountain the next day, so Gordo covers for her as she pretends to be sick. Um, she meets Paolo in the world's ugliest corduroy blazer. That's and, quite a feat. 
It's so ugly. And it has not gotten better. A year on, it has not gotten better. And he takes her on a Vespa tour of Rome, building her trust because he is a bad person. Literally grooming her. Yes, exactly. Like, Um, Michael Jackson is fresh in all of our minds. He's grooming her. I mean, like, not technically grooming her, but, I mean, he he is setting her up for... I mean, in real life, this is what he would be doing. Yeah, except he's not like a child molester, and that like I think that term specifically I mean, he's applies. A Seventeen-year-old who's like so. into a thirteen-year-old. That's yeah, pretty that's darn true. close. Okay, yeah. All right. Okay. Um, he tells Lizzie about all about he and Isabella's relationship and Isabella. how she how Lizabella's relationship and how she fled the country following their breakup, despite their obligation to perform at the International Music Video Awards. Um, Palos also tells Lizzie that he is attempting to go solo, but Isabella can't perform without lip syncing. And he finally asks for her, Lizzie, to fill in as a presenter for Isabella at the award ceremony. Back in the States, Matt and his friend Melina are devising a plan to further embarrass Lizzie, this time for money. They will do anything for money. Yeah, they're very uh, money-driven, which is kind of crazy considering his, like, age, but okay. Considering he's, like, eight. Yeah, like, does he, (laughs) what does he need money for? I I have no idea. PlayStation 2, obviously. Honestly, like, hidden cameras. That's what he needs money for. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I think Lizzie, um, Lizzie does her wish with a one euro coin. She just throws a euro into the trophy fountain, and I'm like, wow, this is just more evidence of how confusing her financial situation is. Yeah, isn't that, like, a dollar fifty or something like that? Yeah, just about. I mean, now it's more like a dollar, like fifteen. But I think back but then still, it was more. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. No, you like if you're really like balling out, you throw like a nickel in there, like instead of a penny. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, they'd be like yeah, yeah, ball yeah. Out with no, a that's insane. You do like, not, I'm not throwing a dollar like, a bill dollar into, into yeah. a fountain. Yeah, exactly. Never to be gotten back. <laughs> Never. What do they do? I feel like they must do something with the money that they find in the Trevi Fountain. Um, I know, like, at certain, like, depending, like, certain places, I've seen that they, like, give the money, like, they clean it, and I know, I think it's at Disney, one of the places that people throw money in, they, um, they donate it all to charity. I think it's the Wishing Well at Disneyland, outside of the castle. Um, there's... I, this is gonna sound crazy, but Expedition Everest in Animal Kingdom, there's mm-hmm. like a thing where you can throw, um, dirt, like in the line that they, I think there's Some a sign. Some people call Disneyland in general a place where you can throw money. Yeah, but um, this <laughs> is Disney World, obviously. But um, yeah, it, um, you can throw money into it, and I think there's a sign or something that they donate it to, um, like a children's charity or something like that. Which yeah. is cool. where does money thrown into the Trevi Fountain go? An ep- estimated three thousand euros are thrown into the fountain each day in twenty sixteen. An estimated one point four million dollars was 1.5 million U.S. was thrown into the fountain. The money has been used to subsidize a supermarket for Rome's needy. However, there are regular attempts to steal coins from the fountain, even though it is illegal to do so. Well, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. So, not really. I mean, okay. It's just money people are throwing away. But I guess yeah. it's like illegal so the government to takes it. The so fountain. basically what they're saying is the government takes it and kind yeah, of does they, whatever like, the fuck they want with it. With it. Yeah, but, like, kind of. (laughs) Doesn't sound like that project is working out too well. But anyway. Yeah, I don't know. 
Oh, wow, there's a beautiful picture here um, that in, like, the fountain was recently given a $2.2 million makeover funded by the Italian fashion brand Fendi that took 18 months to complete. LED lighting was added, and the marble facade with depicts the mythological figures, ocean, health, and abundance was restored. And then there's a photo of them literally doing, like, a model runway in the Trevi Fountain. This photo is beautiful. I'm going to send it to oh, you. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, Google it. Fendi, Trevi Fountain, probably. That's what you can Google if you're listening to this. This is a really cool picture. Okay, great. Um, so Lizzie says at one point, cool oh, cheese. Oh, that is so cool. Yeah, and um, someone says to Lizzie, maybe it was a little cartoon. I don't remember. They say, I, every time I quote someone, I'm like, oh, I'm going to remember this time. And I literally <laughs> never do. Yeah, it was um, definitely her bitmoji who who totally said, totally yeah. um, says. Did you just say cool cheese? And I was like, it's okay, Lizzie. Now people say cool beans. And that's no one says worse. cool beans anymore. <laughs> Whatever. Um, also, like this was right after the lady like hands Lizzie the government cheese, and she's like, no, I can't go hang out with you, Paolo. But like, it's cool because she got paid this cool for it cheese. when she threw a pound into the Trevi Fountain. Or oh, my God, excuse me. Roll, like, rolled the giant thing of cheese. So ridiculous. Yeah. It's probably really heavy. Yeah, I'm sure. Just an idea. Anyway, so Gordo asks, and also autocorrected to Gordon, which is embarrassing. Yeah. Um, but that I guess that's technically his name, so whatever. Yeah. Um, so he asks Lizzie at one point, like, they get close. He, it's when they're, like, both listening to the same headphones. And he asks Lizzie <laughs> if she wears scented soap. Who doesn't use scented soap? Yeah, like, all soap is... It, like, it's not all soap is scented, but, like, it's weird if you don't use scented soap. I totally yeah. agree. That's It's, yeah. like, on purpose. Like, default soap is scented. Yeah, and she's like, what? <laughs> she's like, I don't know. I got it for free at the hotel. Like, Well, she's, like, <laughs> listening to music, and he's like, you use scented soap. And she's like, what? <laughs> Like, what a weird thing to say. Yeah, stay on topic, you weirdo. Yeah. Speaking of weirdos, the next thing I wrote down was Gordo walked so that Jughead Jones could run. And I understand I mean, in hypothetical that Jughead Jones is an older character than Gordo. However, the similarities between Gordo and Cole Sprouse's Jughead Jones are innumerable. Yeah, I think like Jughead is supposed to uh, is like supposed to be more like antisocial, but I don't know. Um, I think Gordo's pretty antisocial. Yeah, but like, yeah, but he's not like so purposefully withdrawn, you know? Like, I don't think Gordo's gonna go join a gang either, but. I don't know. But yeah, I was constantly comparing um, Gordo and Ethan's friendship to like Jughead and Reggie Mantle because oh I just think they look so similar. Oh my God. Yeah. I sent do you that Jughead photo. And and you Reggie, like, do Jughead and Reggie, do they even have that good of a friendship? No, not at all. Okay, okay. I was just like, they're not friends. Okay. I I started off with Jughead and Archie, and then I was like, no, 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 Reggie. Like, he's, (laughs) yeah. Ethan Craft's better than that. Right. I listen to a few different Riverdale podcasts, and everyone I listen to, they just hate on Archie, like, the entire time, and I'm sad about it. I mean, it's kind of because it's a moron, okay. I'm, like, the only one in the world who just doesn't hate Archie Andrews. R.I.P. Luke Perry. Really sad. Hello? Yeah. 
Okay. Um, <laughs> thought you were gonna like say something. I don't know. I mean, no, it's super sad. But I also haven't been watching the season of Riverdale, so like, I don't have a co- like. Yeah. I don't know what to say. It is yeah. very sad. It's also really interesting that the billboards for Paolo and Isabella are literally the only billboards anywhere in Rome. Yeah, and like, how convenient that it's like right in front of your face. Yeah. I don't know. Very strange. Um, also, Melina walked so that Kelly Wentworth could run. And, like, as you'll see when you see her Instagram, she totally looks like Kelly Wentworth now. It's, like, uncanny. Cool. Um, and then also, there's no way they would be able to recognize Lizzie with her head turned away from them. Like, when when um, Gordo and, like, the tour group are sort of together, and then, like, Lizzie's also at the Trevi Fountain, and she has to, like, run away. Or, no, no, no. Not that part. It's when they're on, they're the, on a Vespa. The, yeah, the Vespa. Yeah. And she's ter- fully turned away from them. And she's yeah, like, oh my god, we have to go. Them. And it's like, they're behind you. All you have to do is, like just act go cool, forward. pretend you've been there before and like never look back and they'll never yeah. recognize you well and like in all of the of all the tour buses in all of rome like it's like la yeah there's a ton um they just so happen to come across lizzie's tour bus and yeah. she can recognize it after having been on it for a day right yeah weird like i just don't buy this bullshit but okay yeah 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 true um and then that, yeah that's it never mind <laughs> i had another point i don't um i think is it my turn yeah yeah i already forgot there were too many notes there i don't remember anyway when lizzie gets back to the hotel she tells gordo all about her beautiful day with paolo and she's honestly being kind of annoying about it anyway she thanks him for covering for her by giving lizzie him annoying? a kiss on the cheek <laughs> this is so annoying um she gives gordo a kiss on the cheek you talked over that but that's important sorry and then Ethan notices that Gordo's very obviously in love with Lizzie because Gordo's not an idiot. And then Gordo, of course, refuses to admit it. At home, Matt and Melina have figured out that the Italian press believe that Lizzie is actually Isabella, and they plan to send her a collection of embarrassing videos for her um, to the tabloids to make money. Still feigning, feigning, wow, illness, what a word. Lizzie dips out with Paolo the following day to begin preparing for the awards show. He takes her into a designer showroom where she is dressed in several ridiculous and completely incohesive, is that a word? Dresses. Um, None of which fit her personal style because, you know, she's being herself. She's not going to be Isabella, even though that's literally what she signed up for. Um, while, while out with the class, Gordo spots some, uh, some local Italian girls reading a tabloid and, like, making eyes at Ethan Kraft. Um, and then he agrees to introduce them to Ethan in exchange for their translation of the story about Isabella. I do not know why I can't talk. Um, yeah, so, what, like, incohesive is definitely a word. Okay. And, um, when I say incohesive, like, Normally, a designer's clothes, like, have some kind of, like, cohesion. Like, they kind of look a little bit similar. Instead of incohes. Exactly. Those are not words. Uh, Yeah, but I mean, like, they all have a vibe. And, like, these are... A common theme. These these are insane. Yeah, this is just completely ridiculous. It is so ridiculous. I can't even take it. Like, I hate that scene. A schizophrenic... (laughs) Yes. Completely. Completely. I couldn't think of the word fashion designer. Wow. Um, So when Lizzie goes into Gordo's room, it's like while Miss Ungermeyer is sleeping or something, and she has to, like, pretend she's being quiet, like, not going in there. So she, like, 
whispers and like knocks on the door really really quietly and then she tells Gordo her story blah 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 and then when she's leaving she literally opens the door and yells like bye Gordo and like slams the door well, no, and, and when like, she gets so in dumb. she yeah she like tiptoes in she's like hey Gordo it's like okay are you freaking kidding me yeah it just didn't make any sense <laughs> yeah um obviously she learned nothing from agent Cody Banks um so <laughs> Um, Gordo is chatting with, um, with Ethan and he's like, he says to Ethan, now you think that, now you actually think that I'm jealous of Paolo? Um, yes, Gordo. We all think you are jealous of Paolo. That's like asking someone if they're jealous of Harry Styles. Duh. Like, come on. He's like a famous hot person. Of course you're jealous of him. Question. And he's into your girl. Question. Yes. Who are you the most jealous of in the entire world? Blake Lively. Wow. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. I think she's she's so pretty. I love her. Yeah. That's a good a good answer. Who are you most jealous of in the whole world? I don't know. I don't have an answer. Harry Styles? Is that what? (laughs) No, definitely not Harry Styles. Uh, No, I feel like Harry Styles is a very chaotic life, and I just don't. I can't do that. No. Oh my god, that sounds honestly sounds like a nightmare. I feel like the person in the world that I'm most jealous of, like I don't even know that they exist. Mm. Yeah, well, I just, yeah, like, I love that Blake Lively, like, her, I feel, I, she and Ryan Reynolds are, like, I love Ryan Reynolds, and I love their, like, witty social media banter where they make jokes about each other, like, I think, I, she just has a great life, and she's gorgeous, she's perfect, and her style's perfect, she's just perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so. so also, um, the, these Italian designers, like when they walk in, she's, they're like, your hair, your hair, how did that happen? And she's like, oh, it was the sun. And they believe her. It's like her hair goes from like <laughs> no dark chestnut. ever. Yeah. Like her hair goes from dark chestnut brown to blonde. And they're like, we need sun. No, you need hair dye and a different person. Um, or a wig, which is probably what she was wearing uh, when yeah, her you, hair no, was brown. No, you need to take off your wig. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You need, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, exactly. So, exactly. Uh, yes, yes, that's what I meant. Um, so Lizzie arrives back at the hotel just in the nick of time, but Kate immediately knows that Lizzie is faking her sickness. Lizzie comes clean to Kate, who surprisingly agrees to help her, and they seemingly become friends again. Gordo shows Lizzie and Kate the tabloid and tells her that Isabella is scheduled to sing with Paolo at the awards show. He implies that Paolo is probably lying to her, but when she brings it up to him, Paolo, that evening, he explains it all away as he does. The two spend a romantic evening together in which Lizzie continues to fall in love in, you know, I'm putting that in quotes because, like, I don't believe it's real. Because, um, you know, she's 13. And, yeah, she's in eighth grade, and, like, they've known each other for five minutes with Paolo, and she agrees to sing with him at the show. It's very Bachelor, if you if you will. They fall in love Bachelor style. Uh, Matt convinces... Back in it's States... Like worse than The uh, Bachelor, but okay. Yeah, but uh, still. Like, young Bachelor. Um, Matt convinces so, his the parents... Bachelor. <laughs> Matt convinces his parents that he misses Lizzie and somehow they all decide to go to Italy to see her, despite the fact that she will only be gone for two weeks. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. It's okay. Like by the time you get there, another two days probably have passed. Like it's just, uh, yeah, not good. Um, Lizzie's the worst part of this movie. Second only to Matt. I hate Matt. 
Yeah, he sucks. And, like, but he does have a point. He says that there should be more than one chaperone, which is a point that I agree with firmly. Yes, he got that right. Um, But also, um, I think we talked about this in the first uh, Lizzie McGuire podcast. Um, The Matt storyline... what uh, something that I, f- I find that I love to do on the podcast uh, is talk about storylines that could be completely cut out of these movies, and Matt is one of them. Yeah, that, no, that's totally true. Like the Matt and her parents going to Italy just could have not happened at it's all, so and the movie would have been no different. Exactly, it is so ludicrous that like that would happen. That like it does not. It like it makes more sense for that it to not be there. It would be. It would be cute if they, like, flash back to her parents, like, watching the award show and seeing their daughter and being like, oh, my God, that's Lizzie or something like that while yeah, like, they are they in the States. I don't know, but, like, something like that. Like, it'd be – or, like, on GM, on Good Morning America or something like that. Like, a yeah. recap or whatever. And then being like, oh, my God, that's my kid versus, like, I'm going to, like, preemptively fly to Italy. It makes no sense. No. Not at all. Oh. Um, Sorry. Oh, oh my God. Wow. Um, <laughs> another thing that Lizzie says is, what is Isabella going to do when she sees that I'm performing? Like, there's no way that Isabella's team, I guess I get it that it's 2003, but like they have a Google alert. Like they know yeah. that she's performing and they're really confused about it. Well, they're like, she's on an island. Okay. What the fuck island is it? Like yeah. an island without. I don't, I don't know. I think we speculated that it was, like, Majorca or something in the last one, which I I stand by. She's on Love Island somewhere. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I'm thinking, like, I'm thinking maybe, like, one of the Greek islands or something Mm. like that. Sicily. We did this in the last one where we just started naming European islands. Yeah, but Sicily's Italy, right? Yeah. Okay, just making sure. Yeah, okay. That's why I said it. Maybe she's at Lowen Beach Beach Club. Oh, oh my god, totally. <laughs> she's in Mykonos. <laughs> yeah, hanging out with what's that girl's name? I don't know. Lindsay Lohan? No. <laughs> no, the and girl Panos? from the challenge. What's her name? Oh, Kayla. Kayla. Kayla gets fired, so probably not. That's a very Good. short time period. No, 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 no. Lindsay Lohan is fucking crazy. Did you like, watch the challenge yet? Yes. Okay. Of course I have. Um, How much do you love Turbo? I have loved Turbo from the jump. No, like, I know. That's why I'm asking. No, I love Turbo. I he is so he's so funny that like I love how love like Turbo like Gordo likes Lizzie loves Lizzie. Sorry. No, no. Great. Because cool. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Anyway. More. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, no, it's your turn. Go ahead. Okay. So, um, when Lizzie has stu- has again snuck out to prepare with Paolo, Miss Ungermeyer becomes suspicious of her sickness, but Gordo takes the blame for her and is ultimately sent home. When Lizzie gets back to the hotel, she is amazed and upset to find out that Gordo has been kicked off the trip. At the airport, Gordo sees the real Isabella, who is rightfully pissed that someone is running around Rome pretending to be her. Lizzie's parents arrive at the hotel, discovering that Miss Ungermeyer, discovering with Miss Ungermeyer that she is actually at the International Music Awards show. Um, yeah, the that someone is running around Rome pretending to be her. It's literally like an a like non consensual parent trap. I know. Well, okay, so as I was, okay, 
as I was watching them, like the scene where non-consensual parent trap is also totally uh, an alternate <laughs> title for Lindsay Lohan Speech Club. <laughs> oh my god! Um, when they when Isabella and um, and Lizzie meet, I w- like I obviously got parent trap eyes. Isabella, like okay, so my whole concept of um of a Lizabella duo um like TV show or spin-off is like totally like a parent trap TV show basically. Yeah. Totally. Um that would actually maybe that could be like a cool TV show is like it doesn't have to actually be related to like Lizzie and Isabella. It could just be like, you know, two girls who don't suck. <laughs> Like, you go to a country and, like, there's a famous singer who looks like you and, you know, you switch around. It's It's, like that. Oh, my God. It's like a reverse Hannah Montana where instead of it being, like, one person playing two people, it's two people people playing one. Yes. Wow. Oh, my God. Okay. Cut the workload in half. Yes. Oh, my God. That is such a good story. Write up a pilot. Yeah. You know, because I can write a book now. That's something that I've done. Yeah, you've written a book. Now you need to write a screenplay for a pilot. And that's only 30 minutes. That's not that hard. 22. If you can write a book, you can write a pilot. Should it be? What's the What's the age here? What are we thinking? Is it like a study abroad situation? What is it? Uh, I, think it I think it probably is better if it skews younger. Okay. Like, I'm going to say like high school. High school. Great. Um, what network is it on? Who am I pitching this to? Um, Freeform. Freeform. They could use yeah. it. Yeah, Freeform. Okay. Yeah, they need content. <laughs> I'm going to work on it. Okay, send it to me. <laughs> send it to me when you're done. Okay, great. I need full, I need to edit. This one needs to be my edit. <laughs> great. Because like You're like, this, don't send this one to Lindsay. Send it to me. Yeah, don't send it. You sent the book to Lindsay? I didn't send the book to Lindsay. Okay. Lindsay has pages. She doesn't have the book. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, so when you get this screenplay done, this comes to me. This is, okay. I got this. But I, do, I also have my software now, and my software can be used to write pilots as well. It has, like, different formats that people use. Anyway, oh, my God, that's cool. I'll stop. Yeah. Awesome. Send it to me. Um, but I probably won't have said software, so the so it probably if you save it in I'll a, save it as a PDF. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say because if you save it as something, I won't I won't get it. <laughs> so. Did I send you my pages or no? No, you didn't send oh, me. Shit. I'll send them to you. Okay. Why not? Mm-hmm. Okay. All of them, like the whole thing. No. With my epilogue. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Honestly, just send me Olivia's epilogue. I don't even need the story. I just need the epilogue. <laughs> So Olivia's talking, what Olivia's talking about, if you haven't heard this episode, was Olivia was talking about how much it bothers her when, like, media does not have, like, defined endings of, like, here's what happened. Like, Olivia would have loved if if it was, like, here's, like, Gordo and Olivia in high school six months later, like, dating, loving life, like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, that's interesting, because I'm not going to do that. Well, I mean, like, I thought it was very clear at the end of this movie that, like, like Lizzie is friend zoning the fuck out of Gordo, and like totally. that's the end totally. of the movie. Like there is no coming back. Lizzie's from like, this. I literally just want to be able to say that I had my first kiss in Rome, and nothing else. Thank you. Yeah, like while si- she kisses him while simultaneously saying like, let's never change the thing how things are between <laughs> us. Totally. Oh my god. It's like, uh, yeah. So. <laughs> 
Anyway. Yeah, okay. no, Lizzie's going to ruin Gordo's life. No, for sure. For sure. Um, if she hasn't yeah. already, honestly. Where are we? <laughs> Who's talking? I don't remember. Um, okay. Lizzie and Paolo walk the red carpet together at the IMAs, held at the Coliseum. Um, Gordo arrives at the show. I did not at- realize that's how you spell Coliseum. <laughs> Yes, yes, you did spell it wrong several times. I it so several wrong. times. I actually think I corrected it for you because it was bothering me so much. Wow. Um, yes. I think I spelled Coliseum. Yeah, it was spelled differently several times. Time. <laughs> yeah. I took notes on my phone. I'm like, you just kept guessing, so <laughs> it was wrong each time. Yeah. There's a lot of eyes. Lots of eyes. <laughs> and there's um, no eye in Coliseum. And there's no eye in Coliseum. Spoiler alert. Um, so, yeah, Gordo arrives to the show with Isabella to explain to Lizzie that Paolo is setting her up and, to unknowingly sing live at the show to create the impression that Isabella is a fake, ultimately ruining her career. At first, Lizzie doesn't Ask believe Ashley them. Ask Ashley Simpson. It doesn't fully ruin your career. Yeah, no, you can bounce back. You can get um, a reality show. Yeah. At first, Lizzie doesn't believe them, but eventually realizes that her friend would never lie to her and goes along with Isabella's plan to get back at Paolo. Miss Ungermeyer and Lizzie's parents and Matt push through the bouncers at the show and find their way to the front row just in time for her performance. That's Bailey at the Jonas Brothers today. (laughs) Oh my God, right now as we speak. She's like, that's my son. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> um, I could during, picture her doing that. Yeah, I bet it would work. <laughs> during the performance, Isabella and Gordo expose Paolo, who is actually the one who lip syncs, uh, by turning on his microphone, revealing his real voice. Embarrassed, Paolo runs off the stage in shame and is ambushed by the paps. And then his bodyguard quits. Yes, and then Sergey um, also is like, Paolo has never had a voice, and he will never have a voice. Wow. Goodbye. How rude, honestly. Something anyway. like that. Isabella introduces Lizzie to the crowd, and the two of them sing what dreams are made of for, like, five seconds until Isabella leaves and just lets Lizzie Bitches. do it. <laughs> Isabella when, was, like, hell-bent on not performing at this no, performance. No, she just wanted to ruin Paolo's life and then leave. Yeah, yeah. She was like, I said I wasn't I performing, and I'm not performing. I stand. Um, and Lizzie finishes the song confidently on her own back at the hotel. Following the performance, everyone celebrates Lizzie's success. Miss Ungermeyer commends Gordo's loyalty and rescinds his punishment. Miss Ungermeyer Meyer and Paolo's ex-boyfriend, Sergey, I think, Bodyguard, their... not ex-boyfriend. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's his that ex-bodyguard. That would be really funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, Paolo's it's his bodyguard. Ex- bodyguard sergey <laughs> continue their flirty back and forth and lizzie's parents ground her for the rest of the summer and the hotel assistant manager throws matt's embarrassing tape of lizzie into the water fountain wow um does that ruin a tape i don't okay um, i think Liz- so lizzie and gordo sneak away to the roof of the hotel where they quickly kiss and promise to never let things change between them yeah kind <laughs> of like uh oxymoron uh, no. in a way like horrible yeah. Mm. yeah. Yikes. Um, so I don't... How does, like, Isabella know that, like, that Lizzie is capable of singing? I know. It's because Gordo tells her. <sighs> They've seen... Gordo I, and Isabella I, have had a lot of time The thing I together. don't understand more is why Isabella listens to Gordo. Yeah, and, like, totally believes him. Yeah. 
I, um, I just, he's like, he's, he literally like yells at her, like gets on the floor, like, that's my friend. And she's yeah, like, is she, yeah, she must be fairly desperate. Um, also, if everyone loves Lizzie so much, like, why doesn't she and her lookalike, Isabella, become a duo together? Or, like, why doesn't Lizzie, like, pursue singing? Like, everybody seemed to love her. I would love that. She did pursue singing. Have you seen Raise Your Voice? Okay. Um, also, I like, love my running joke that Hillary Duff plays the same character in everything because I'm, she does. does. Um, also, like, I can't why... wait for Lizzie McGuire to get murdered by Charles Manson. But, like, <laughs> sorry. That um, was really not okay. Uh, yeah, she didn't get murdered by Charles Manson, just his followers. Um, okay, that's fair, but, honestly. Yeah, yeah, For a yeah, second, yeah. I th- when you said that, I was like, oh, God, what's, like, was it a different serial killer? Oh, no, no, no. It was, no, it was, um, it, yeah, Charles Manson wasn't even there. Um, so the, but yeah, Lizzie... Oh, also, for how clumsy Lizzie is, um, she really got that choreography down pretty well. Yeah. In a day. Maybe she's one of those people that, like, does better in heels. Was she wearing heels? I don't know. Because she was wearing that, like, pant outfit thing at the end. I have literally no idea. (laughs) Anyway, all right. Could wear heels with that. Yeah, but I didn't think she was for some reason. I don't know. I thought she was wearing, like, tennis shoes. Okay. So... I have two little games. Wow. I'm so, excited. Okay. It's been so a long the first time. one. Yeah. So the first one is like a really short one. So because uh, on our first podcast, we made a very large point about how ridiculous it was that Lizzie's family or how rich they must be to be able to afford three last minute um, day before um, flights from LAX to Rome. So. I looked up the cheapest next day flight from LAX to Rome. Let me tell you a little bit about the flight and you can, and you're t- going to guess the price. That's your job. I think I okay. saw the price cause it was in there earlier. No. Sorry. Okay. I saw it. It was, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you and be like nine fifty and then get it right. Like that's okay. what it was. I looked. So it was the in total there when price. I did my notes. With taxes and fees from Expedia was $944. And this was for a 15-hour flight with one stop from on Virgin Atlantic to London. And then Alit... Something. uh, A different airline to Rome. Alitalia. Yes, to Rome. And But here's the thing. I feel like flights have gotten cheaper. They actually have. Um, if you plan for like two weeks out, there are flights for like two hundred and fifty dollars. That's no insane. joke. One way. I mean, it's a, I mean, it's a one way flight, but like, yeah, and almost nonstop too. We should go. There are nonstop flights from LAX to Rome. I'm not kidding. We should go. I'm. I am on board. Like when I saw that, I was like, I was like, wait, I I'm can trying go. Trying to get somebody to go to London with me, but yeah, I still have that. American yeah. Airlines gift card burning a hole in my pocket. I gotta go somewhere. Yeah, literally two weeks from now, you can go for for, and that's like with a checked bag. That's not even like <laughs> with one of those like bare bones, you know. Like it's like a it's, yeah. I mean, it's like a normal airline. It's not even one of like the you have to go through like Reykjavik and you get like if you bring like a backpack, you have to pay fifty dollars kind of Maybe thing. Maybe that's why they all didn't bring suitcases. Probably. Yeah. But also, this flight, this $950 flight the next day, you get a free checked bag. So, well, honestly, um, decent deal. Okay. What's next? Okay. Next game. Sorry for ruining your game. 
<sighs> well, I think you probably ruined this one too. But anyway, um, so who has more followers on Instagram? I only checked for Ethan Craft. That's the only okay. one I looked at. So looked at weird. Obviously, the number one is Hillary Duff, and obviously. her handle is at Hillary Duff. How many followers do you think she has? I think she has four million. Hmm. She has eleven point five million followers. Okay, I was also thinking ten. Okay, <laughs> I just didn't say it. Right. I was like, that's really too many. Okay, so our first two. So I'm gonna give you two people. I'm gonna give you two people from the movie, and you have to tell me who has more. I'm so, so ready. All right. So the first first set is Haley Todd, who plays the mom. Um, she is at Haley Todd on Instagram versus Yanni Gelman, who plays Paolo, and he is at Yanni Gelman on Instagram. Neither one of them are verified. Just heads okay. up. Okay. Um, I think that it is Laurel himself, Yanni Gelman. Okay. That's right. Um, okay. so- I was like, he probably has more fans in Italy. Yeah, he Yanni, probably went on to do, he, do I'm pretty sure he's, there. I actually think he's American. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's American. Um, he just seems thirstier than Haley Todd yeah, as well. I think he is on, he's on Pretty Little Liars, I'm pretty sure. Um, he's on a few episodes. He plays a cop on Pretty Little Liars. Wow. Um, yeah, but he has 19.4 thousand followers and <laughs> Haley Todd has 4,571. What? So. 4,000, okay. Yeah, 4,500. Yeah, he's from Miami. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, he's not Italian. Um, Cool. um, Next up is Ashley. Oh, Garrett Reynolds in Pretty Little Liars. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was also in 90210. Oh, okay. There we go. Um, So next up is Ashley Briault, who plays Kate Sanders. Mm -hmm. Um, Her Instagram is at Ash Briault, and... Versus Adam Lamberg, who plays Gordo. I think it's Ashley. Actually, I think it's no. Ashley. Okay, neither one of them were verified, by the way. Um, yeah. That's correct. Okay. Ashley has 1,683, and Adam Lamberg doesn't have an Instagram. Okay, checks out. That makes sense. Yeah. But I yeah, think Ashley, Twitter, I feel like no Ashley Brio would would have more because I feel like with she for guys to posts. have a lot of Instagram followers they need to be hot yeah she had for anyone <laughs> honestly Shocking. sorry um yeah she only has two posts and but like it is her okay. so I think she might have like a private account or like a Finstagram or something like that Instagram um, that's not what people call it whatever um her fake whatever um so the next up is Alex Borstein who plays Miss Ungermeyer versus uh, and she is at Alex Borstein versus Jake Thomas who plays Matt who is at Sir Jake Thomas only Jake Thomas is verified okay I I think that you're putting this in here to trick me and make me think that it's Alex Borstein however I am going to guess Jake Thomas because I know that Jake Thomas was in a YouTube Red series, I think, that, like, Joey Graceffa did, and I feel like he probably got some followers from that. So I'm going to say Jake Thomas. Okay. Jake Thomas has 50.5 thousand followers. Okay. Alex Borstein has 100,000 followers. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sad. 
All but right, did you like my reasoning? Like at least I don't know. Yeah, no, no, it made there. sense. I was like thinking. I was surprised by that one. Like okay. that was one of my like. This is, um, yeah. So, next one is our last one is these people are both verified on Instagram. Clayton Snyder, who plays Ethan, he is wow. at verified. Yeah, he is at hey Clayton. Um, he okay. is, and a, I know how many followers he has. So it's like, is yes. the other person gonna have as many? I know he had what. The 42? other person is also verified Carly Schroeder um she is at Carly Fries 18 which like I kind of love and she plays Melina okay I think that it's Ethan I think it's Clayton wrong Carly Schroeder has 46.8 thousand so a little bit higher wow and what is her what's her at at Carly Fries like french fries 18 Okay. Let let me just take a look at this for for really quickly. So she has 172 posts. Interesting. Um and okay. So she you know she looks like um Kelly Wentworth. Oh, I was gonna say <laughs> she looks like the girl from Aquamarine. Um, uh, Sarah Paxton. Yeah, Sarah Paxton. Okay, yeah. Like. I can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Paxton I'm okay with, with this Instagram. Like, I don't love it, but I'm not going to yeah. follow her. But it's not that bad. And, like, she's, but, like, you know, she's serving so... her country. I have to be okay with it. Absolutely, yeah. Um, But, like, like I'm not okay when... with this, like, basic-ass Harley Quinn costume. But that's when honestly the thing I, I have was... the biggest problem with. When I was doing this research, I was, like... um definitely like surprised i'm like what this is this is yeah. not what i was Why expecting her? yeah she does look she, a lot she's like been in movies she was in a movie with misha barton recently ouija yeah. house ouija house yeah. wow yeah she <laughs> was she's been acting and all that like she she's pretty she's i mean it. you know a oh, time yeah, has not pretty. been kind to some of these people and i guess it was kind to carly schroeder yeah yeah definitely so yeah nice she has one of her Instagram story highlights is just homeless. Oh dear. Yeah. I, she I hope really she's helping homeless too. people. Not. I didn't see the dog, but I'm sure she does. Yeah, she has a um a Shiba Inu. Oh, I love Shiba Inus. Yeah, it's really cute. Oh, I see it. It is cute. It's, it's got very a very cute. white face. Adorable. Yeah. Cute. Good yeah. for her. Yeah. So she's done good things, I think. <laughs> she seems fine. Yeah. <gasps> oh yeah. She Wait. has a college degree. She's got her... I feel like she definitely has her stuff together. Oh, my God. Okay, sorry. I saw her in a movie poster for something called One of Us, and I thought it was a movie based on One of Us is Lying, the book. I don't know if you've read it, but I was, like, I was shook for a second. Do you that think she was I've in, like, read it? A book adaptation of One of Us is Lying. Wow, bless you. Oh, my goodness. Sorry. Thank you. Okay, Um. so, reading. One of her tweets is vegan fish tacos. Then it's not a fish taco. <laughs> just saying. It's just a vegan taco. Yeah, uh, who's your character to keep yeah, an eye on? Like, we didn't do that. Oh, my character to keep an eye on is Il- Isabella because yeah, she, like, comes in like a storm. And she doesn't give a fuck. And I love that. Yeah, totally. Same. Um, my rating for this, I don't remember what I did last time. I feel like I'm going to give it, like, a four. Okay, so we both gave it a four last time. I will say, like, it's definitely better being watched on two times speed which is something that i did okay it's like so 45 I... minutes when you do that and then, then it's just like an episode of the challenge 
So I actually, um, I like didn't like it as much this time. Like I, I agree, it wasn't as good. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't as like fun. I don't know. I I don't. Yeah, and I don't honestly, know. If this it, episode wasn't as fun either. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um. Yeah. So I gave it a three point five. So it's actually going down to oh, no. a three point seven five. Oh no! But yeah, it's definitely not in our like top. Like it's not in our top ten TBT movies. I don't think. Yeah. Like looking at other. Okay. So other movies that have a four rating. She's the man. Like way better no. than this movie. Yeah. There's no way. Um. Let's see. High School Musical 2. Way better. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. This movie is not in this class. The yeah. Cheetah Girls 2. The Cheetah Girls 2 was... Actually oh, yeah. similar, though. Yeah, but Cheetah Girls 2 was much better than Cheetah Girls 1. So, like... The breathing, the music. Um, Space Jam, which, like, <laughs> we both didn't like. <laughs> Thank, <laughs> Thanks to Lindsay, Lindsay for giving it a um, vibe. Legally Blonde. Uh, the Parent Trap. Like, it's just not... It's not in that... The Incredibles. It's not in that, like... No zone yeah hercules um hercules really yeah yeah i gave it 4.5 interesting um okay that's all that we have for you um go to tbtamp.com for everything you need to know also rate and review us on the podcast app it's super helpful um follow us on instagram at tbt podcast and then you can find me on instagram and twitter at miranda johnson m-i-r-a-n-d-a-j-h-n-z-o-n you can find me, Olivia, at Mac is Cheesy. That's M-A-C-K is Cheesy. Also, next week, we will be um, celebrating St. Patrick's Day on the podcast and watching and recapping The Luck of the Irish. Wow, how exciting. Right? Totally. Can't wait. Okay. <laughs> I can't wait. When they're in, like, that RV with the that evil man. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's... I actually watched it today. It's Some fucking basketball. weird. basketball? It is... It is so weird. <laughs> That's the problem. He's a basketball player and he starts drinking. Yeah, that's always a problem. Very space jam. (laughs) Uh, Okay, that's all we have for you. See ya. Yeah, see ya. Bye.